Hello, and welcome to A Star to Steer Her by 10 Forward Number 7. Is it 7? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. USS Callister from Black Mirror. I'm Chris, and joining me today are... Ames. Jake. And Caitlin. <laughs> what? Caitlin, you sound so different. You've changed. Uh, something, something, touching dicks. Uh, I think, no, this is no, Kate, definitely okay, Caitlin. Please actually introduce yourself. Oh, I'm Liz. So yes, uh, we are unexpectedly doing USS Callister. We've been hoping to. We've been uh, expecting to do this for months. Well, yes, but we were. We didn't formally announce it last episode. Real life got in the way. Caitlin couldn't be here, and so we invited Liz to join us to discuss this episode of Black Mirror. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for being here, Liz. Absolutely. Adding some class to this joint. Fucking yes, yes, I am. And I am devastated because no one will laugh at my jokes this week. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand why. We'll laugh at them, just not as often or loudly or be in agreement as much. Mm. That's fine. (laughs) I guess you're all right, Liz. Thanks. (laughs) It's the nicest thing anyone said to me. That's right. That's right. right. So, USS Callister is, what, the first episode of season four yes. of Black Mirror, available on Netflix. No, we're not a partner. Uh, we are covering it because if you haven't seen it already, which you really should have, you're going to be very confused for this. Yeah, we're going to spoil the whole thing. It is partly a Star Trek parody episode. I think it's mostly a Star Trek parody episode. Well, it probably spends about... In, in, the, in the only way that Black Mirror would do it. Right, right. It's I a mean, Black Mirror version of a parody of a Star it, Trek episode. Yeah, it spends about half its time in the real world. So yes, the basic premise is that Robert Daly? Yes. Robert Daly helped create this... Uh, basically, he created No Man's Sky, but the way people actually wanted it. It's a massive, procedurally generated sci-fi universe... This huge company has been built off the back of it. He's the chief technology officer and his uh, rather slimy cohort, Wilson? Walton. Walton is the CEO. And we find out that he spends basically all his free time in his own mod of it, which is, you know, cut off from the cloud version, which uh, he has skinned to resemble his favorite show. It's just called Space Fleet? Yeah, the show is just called, called Space okay. Fleet. Which is a very, you know, TOS-flavored Star Trek parody. And at first, you know, it, it just looks like he has made versions of his co-workers who uh, otherwise ignore or browbeat him. But it, it, it turns out to be a much darker sort of power fantasy than that, since it turns out he has actually digitally cloned them using stolen DNA, and they are fully aware of who they were in the real world. Because that's what DNA does, because that's what happened with Pulaski that time. Have you not played Assassin's Creed? All your memories are in your DNA. I've never played Assassin's Creed. No, I know what this has. That's why I said it. It's true. It's it's all real. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a, a recent hire, Cole, has been sucked in, and her digital doppelganger decides, this is bullshit, and we're going to escape. And all the other crew slash co-workers who tried this stuff before and been, you know, they've given up, because in the world of the game, Daly can, is basically is a fucking wizard, and can just do anything he wants. He's full-on Charlie Evans, he makes a woman's face disappear. I was thinking Charlie Evans, too. Turns people into monsters, this, that, and the other thing. But people can't actually die. So he can torment them in any way he wants, but they won't actually die. Which is just horrifying. 
They're not alive. They can't die. Yeah, exactly. No. They can feel all the pain, though. Yes, yes. Uh, it's really, it's, it, it, it's quite terrifying. But Cole finally is the one who discovers ways to exploit the program, and the, the digital clones manage to foil daily, escape to the cloud version of the game. You know, they think they're just going to delete themselves, but they actually now exist in this game with free will and all their genitalia returned. <laughs> Thank goodness. And daily winds up trapped in a void or with his mind wiped or something. It's a little vague, but he's dead. And rightly so. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that's, about, that's about it. Yeah, that's the yeah. short version. Watch it if you want better details. Yeah, definitely. Watch it anyway. It's yeah, very, very yeah. good. A lot of people tout it as the best Black Mirror. I don't know if I agree with that, but... There's some pretty good Black Mirror. There are some really good Black Mirrors. If you're into that sort of This is the only Black Mirror I've seen. I was going to ask if you knew any of of the other Black Mirrors. You should still watch the other Black Mirrors, too. They're all very good. People say it's good. The thing is, I actually am not super into dystopian stuff. (gasps) Get out! Get out! Less so now that we live in one. Like, I love Fahrenheit 451. I love the original Blade Runner. The sequel's okay. But aside from that, I'm not huge on dystopian stuff. I don't know if I would always call Black Mirror dystopian, though. I mean, it's sometimes just... Utopian. There's that. Mm. You know, that term dystopian... Uh, eh? I don't, I don't care for the term. I don't like, know. at all? The term? That's the term. You like the genre, but you hate the term. Yeah, well, because I feel like the genre is very broad. Because it's supposed to be, like... It's supposed to be a utopia that is not, that is like sinister, right? Like that's the idea. That's kind of where it's That's one way to put it. I don't know if I'd put it that way. It's really just... Define the genre then for me. Define a a dystopia? Uh, Don't touch me. I'm sure there's a good (laughs) Merriam-Webster definition for it. I mean... I think it's a made-up word. Like it's not like... Well, words in general are made up, yes. You know what I mean. Someone took I'm sorry. The word. Words were given to us by God. Yes. Someone took the by word utopia God. and was like, "Yeah, man, I'm good. They, it's like you know, it's a, a dysfunctionopia." No, it's it's drawing off the same like Greek prefix as utopia. It's just like where utopia is an ideal society, dystopia is an unideal society. According, it's a society gone wrong. According to Merriam-Webster online. Mm. An imaginary place where people lead dehumanized and often fearful lives. That seems really broad. Yes. I mean, it is a bad thing. It is very broad dystopia. Anyway, I don't know if I would consider most of Black Mirror dystopia. I think Black Mirror is futuristic Mm. and, and... Like, like, I feel like the series creator, Charlie Brooker, who's written or at least co-written almost every single episode, just has a, has a, a... He's just a technophile and will mm. like, look at a piece of technology and be like, how could this thing advance and then like become a, a central point of a storyline? Yeah. And in this yeah. one, it's like virtual realities, specifically using a Star Trek feel. Yeah. You know, I, was, I just heard it described as dystopian, which is why I kind of figured it was. The way the way the internet uh, suggested it to me to summarize Black Mirror is what if blank but too much. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I've heard that. Yes, yes, too. yes, that is very true. What if virtual reality but too much? Yep, that and that's this episode because this is a lot of virtual reality. So what was really excellent about this episode was the pacing and the way everything was revealed. Because mm-hmm. it was really quite clever. They they're doing what feels like a sort of a traditional setup. With like sort of a, a, a 
browbeaten, sort of put-upon little nerdy fella who creates... I mean, he's basically Reg Barkley. Hmm. Aww. You know, Reg, when we first meet Reg, spoilers, since we haven't actually technically gotten there in the show yet, is, you know, when we first meet him, he's... A lovable fucker. Yeah, and he's got, like, holodeck versions of the crew that know who he is and like him, and he's very clever and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, it's, it's Reg. I mean, he also humiliates his holodeck. Does he? I couldn't... I haven't seen that episode in oh, so long. Oh, he does. Long. Yeah. It's an unfortunate episode. Okay, so uh, he really is Reg. But then, gradually, the sort of the twists are revealed in that, one, he's actually kind of an awful person. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Only kind of. Like, you're like, well. Kind of a monster. Well, he's kind of a shitty person. He's only like, a oh, shitty no, person. He is the worst. He's a shitty person to fake people. But he, I don't know, like, the the, the level of their fakeness, like, how how aware was he when creating this this world that these are going to be real people all of the time? I'm I mean, sure he knew. And how real are these people? I feel like that is something that could be left up to interpretation up yeah. until the reveal about Walton's kid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that really... Like, he may have been initially surprised when he sucked Walton in. Like, that may have... We don't know. But maybe like, oh, shit, he knows he's Walton. Huh. Oh, he's still going when I'm offline. Yeah. He's still hanging out here by himself, drinking copiously. Yes. Which is great. Jimmy Simpson is fabulous in this episode. Yeah. But yeah, so the reveal that he's really like, he, it's like, oh, you actually, like, I can understand, you, you're you probably actually creepy and weird in real life, and this is why people avoid you. Mm. Like, no offense, son, but you kind of earned some of this. And then the reveal of the fact that they know they're in a program comes later. And that's really quite clever, too. Like, the fact they don't play all their cards at once, and they let you yeah, sort of... Yeah. Because you, you sympathize, sympathize with Daly at the get-go, and you're like, oh yeah. man, they're just treating him badly, and he's just, you know, a lovable engineering nerd. Yeah, this company wouldn't exist without him, and it feels like a classic story of, like, weird nerdy guy makes this great thing, but he needs someone to be sort of the face of it, and that asshole kind of starts taking all the credit. Some Steve some, Jobs yeah, and Steve Woz- Wozniak. Wozniak, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You feel like it's that, or any other number, you know, of he stories. He jobbed Yeah. You think it's one of those situations, and and you feel like you know the scene where um what was the British woman's name? The black woman. Yeah, Shania Lowry. So when when Lowry's like talking to Cole, and she says, you know, on the one hand, it's kind of funny how promiscuous Walton is, and then in the same breath, like, oh, he's a bit of a bit of a starer, and you're like, that's it feels, you know, oh, what? Okay, so this guy's like a serial sexual harasser, but that's okay because he's handsome and funny. This guy's he's like not a kid. What are what his life is like? Yeah, he's a guitar too. So that's it true. so it feels yeah. Oh god. So it feels like oh that that's a real fucked up double standard. Not that saying being a starer shouldn't be like considered off putting, but the fact that that's off putting. But this guy being a serial sexual harasser is like kind of funny. Uh, you feel like that's bullshit. But again, that's kind of before the real. Like oh no, he's probably not just a starer. He's probably like. Ugh. But he he never open mouth kisses. True, and he doesn't let anyone have genitals. Well, that's in the game, but yes. Well, this sort of plays into something that you know, like a lot of Black Mirror episodes, something that is prevalent and and discussed often in present day society, which is how stuff that you do online or on the computer, how reflective of it, yeah, of is that of your outside world, and like for example. The question, oh, well, if you are a pedophile and you are getting your rocks off in this virtual world, 
is that better, say, than doing that in the real world? I mean, is that something that should be condemned because, well, otherwise you might be hurting people in real life. Mm. Now, of course, the twist here is that the virtual people that he's hurting in the virtual world happen to be fully functioning, yeah. sentient que- beings. sentient. They, I think they question their own sentience at one point, which is very interesting. Mm. Yeah, the other the other coder guy yeah. has what a quick line D- about, Yeah, something about the debate over sentient code, but then he gets cut off before you can <laughs> keep dataing all like over the, the place. I like that it was there, though. Yeah, yeah. Dataing, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's a thing, right? You yeah. know, AI and, and well, how we treat AI. And, yeah. Well, and recently, again, though, in, in relation to that, you know, the, the fucking, because the 90s are back, the debate over whether or not video games inspire violence has, has re-emerged. Mm-hmm. And it's like, speaking as someone who has played a lot of what would be referred to as murder simulators... Yeah, I've never murdered anyone. Mm. My Sims, of. my Sims get it a lot. Oh, mm. mine too. Yeah, I actually, I actually am basically Robert Daly in that there are there are some people Sims I just torture because I can. I'm more oh. of a serial killer in the Sims. I oh, got no, my, I will have my dude my cat arts. my cat Sims attack my various human Sims. Oh. Just to have them make them have a rough day. I <laughs> I cannot intentionally hurt my Sims. I wind up to attach to them. Oh. I don't play this game, so I don't know. Yeah, no. I do do play the uh, Crusader Kings, wherein I often wed people I don't like (laughs) to ugly or infertile people. (laughs) (laughs) So you kind of have a point of reference. It's sort of like, yeah, there's that question of, does does this sort of game or this sort of world and freedom encourage and sanction and normalize certain bad behaviors or unethical behaviors or is i mean like or is it just something like that's that's reflective and dependent on the individual using it like in this case with daily like at the the reveal over the course of the episode is like no this is we're pretty sure that you would do this to the people in the real world if you if you like worried about like if you weren't worried about the consequences yeah he thought he could get away with it probably but well that's what we're left believing however the story is told from the perspective of his clones, his slaves mm-hmm. in the computer. Yeah. His sims. But from his... Yes. So if you take it from his perspective, to play devil's advocate a little bit here, he could be viewing it more like, you know what? I, I'm i a mild-mannered guy. I would never hurt somebody. Even people that I despise, like, mm. you know, Walton over there. But I can get my you know, whatever. I can I can have this catharsis in yeah. the virtual world by creating copies of these people and torturing them. The thing and is... And I don't think maybe he doesn't realize that there's... Well, maybe he does, too. But that there's... That the full the full extent to the sentience uh, that the, the, the copies have. Yeah, if he had just created them, you know, via just code, mm. that's one thing. Then it's like, yeah, sure. I think it, we all, if we could, make sort of digital copies of people we loathe and fuck with them in a virtual world, we might. We can attack them, yes. Yeah, but like the fact that they are, even if they're not actually sentient, they're just programs made to think they are, which is a debate we had a while ago, read data. Hmm. The fact that they do have all that experience and all that memory, Mm. like the fact that they don't just happen to look like these people, like they actually are, adds a whole extra layer of like, oh, this is weird. Would it be... Better than would you say if if they had just been physical copies, you know, like visually identical, but 
not mentally. But they were made, you know, they were just some random They were just characters. AI. Right? Yeah. Like if that you, would if be... you skinned like if you, you know, had a video game and you or if you had the Sims and you could load images of people you didn't like into the physical models in the game is that also creepy i mean it can be creepy but it's also like i've i had an archery class in college and our instructor encouraged us to vent our frustrations on the targets like someone would bring in a picture of their ex and we put it on the target and shoot at them see that's i mean that's it it could be viewed as creepy potential and this is the whole like you know what if X but too much? <laughs> it, 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 it is like yeah. I feel like I have no qualms. Saying, yeah, no. If I could, if I could just put in like a skin and just fuck with it, but know that it's still just a program. Yeah, of course. But then if it actually was, then then it's like, oh, that's weird. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's the line between virtual intelligence and artificial intelligence. Yeah. Or actual intelligence. Yeah. Like the it's, the yeah. really really creepy part is when we when we learn that we have added Tommy to the mix. Oh, Tommy yeah. being yeah. a six year old boy. Yeah. That for for benefit of the of the listeners, Daly shoves out an airlock and makes his father in in the program watch. Yeah. yeah. Walton's his dad. Yeah. Walton's his dad. Tommy, who presumably is also a questionably sentient character in this game has been killed in a really horrific way. Which, and it just occurred to me. Yeah? Like, they made a point of pointing out that you can't die. You just feel the pain forever. Right, so he's presumably... Tommy's out there. Oh, I didn't think of that. Well, until until the end when his skin... But yeah, little sentient or questionably sentient chunks of ice. Mm. So did did anybody who was not on board the Callister... I was wondering this, too. ...just vanish? At the the very end, they're talking about, you know, Rogue Universe Detective deleting. Yeah. So I assume they were deleting everything. So fucking poor Jillian, the big space bug. Jillian from marketing. Probably at least gets the the benefit of being deleted. Mm. Although in theory... Um, the enemy guy. Valdek was on board. You saw him at the end. Yeah. Oh, he he did show up at the end. Yeah. Okay. He was and, on the bridge. And was and was Walton still toasting away in the engine core? No, he was also on the bridge. Yeah, he he definitely. Yeah, he ran on the, the end. Yeah, because once they made it through, like it was a mega happy. And once they made it through, like everybody suddenly came. I was like, oh, I'm not on fire! Yay! Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought, yeah. I and only, Lowry always... comes back in, and she's not a bug anymore. Yeah, yeah. I saw Lowry came on on the bridge. Walton with... was next to her. No, that was the other guy. That was the other guy. Yeah, I did not see Walton. Sure on Walton the bridge there. Walton showed up with uh, with blonde dude. Oh, did he? Okay. No, I, thought was only, I thought that was Lowry. Yeah. And you, there was Valor a blink and you miss it moment with the blonde dude in the real world, too. Oh, I totally didn't He was the, the guy with the gym bag at the beginning. Oh, oh was he? Mm. Okay, I had missed that. Uh, he shows That's up again right. at the end, too, in a bad Christmas sweater and lets Cole, real Cole, into the office. Yeah. I didn't oh, realize that was that's, him. I that's good. I hadn't made that connection. Oh, I thought that... That's who let her into the office. I thought that's who it was. I thought that I thought it was Big creepy. Blonde fella. No, he had too much hair. Oh, okay. And he's wearing an ugly Christmas sweater. I don't know. I couldn't tell. It wasn't. I wasn't, wasn't looking wearing. at a face on. I couldn't tell if he had tiny eyes. Oh. <laughs> mm. But yeah, the, the Star Trek stuff. Yep. Since we haven't actually discussed that explicitly yet. Very Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, big... Jesse Plemons does a good Kirk. <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes, he does. He does a very good Kirk. Yeah, he's clearly studied his... Uh, oh, very much so. This this has proven a point I have long believed, but I've never brought up before. Star Trek has not done enough with sweet jackets yet. Like, most of the uniforms were just, you know, like, the men's uniforms were just straight-up TOS uniforms. With the new Trek insignia pattern. Yeah, yeah. 
And the women's were the women's uniforms, but revealing more skin. Oh, yeah, because the whole, like, TOS loved to reveal that side area. They did, yes. It was perfect. And they even kept the navel hidden like they often did in like the 60s. Like you should, because navels are gross. tasteful. But the captain had that sweet jacket. And right. it's like, why doesn't Star Trek ever do sweet... I've always thought they should do a cool uniform jacket, and they never have. Mm. And this proves they need to. They do it later in, like, in like the TNG movies. They start to go into that sort of thing. TNG movies, the captains, because Picard and Sisko at some point have, like, an action vest. When does Picard get his bomber jacket? He has his it's bomber really jacket bad, yeah. around Darmok and stuff yeah. like that. But that's, that's a little a that's a little different. Yeah. I mean something like this, which okay. was just really neat. Um, what's interesting, Liz, you had mentioned this, is... Um, you know, it has the sort of, like, insignia pattern throughout the cloth, which is interesting, you know, not, not a TOS thing, but a uh, first two Kelvin movies thing. And the bridge was actually very Kelvin in some ways. It was, like, somewhere between Kelvin and TOS. I'd have to rewatch the Kelvin movies, but... There's a lot of just, you know, very plastic and white, and a lot more use of red than TOS did. Like, they got the red bridge rail, but then red on the floor, and this and that. It's just, uh, it was aesthetically a nice mashup of the two. What I also liked was that the side... No, I don't think the main front, like, navigation and helm panel, but the, like, science communication panels at the back had a swoop up on the sides, sort of suggestive of the wings of the Callister itself. Oh, yeah. Which is a really... As far as parody designs go, that was great. I love that ship. The exterior of the, the ship, Callister? Like, yeah. 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 Cool. It was pretty good. It was beautiful. The so, texture was really nice. So Jimmy Simpson, mm-hmm. the actor that played Walton, yep. says, My take is, and you'd have to ask Charlie... Charlie Brooker. He believes he's screaming cells for all eternity. <laughs> so he was not in the end. He was Who, not... the Robert Daly character? No. Oh, he w- wasn't in Walton the end? Was Walton was not in... I was sure I, I was... Yeah, yeah, I was, it was... I could have sworn he walked on. No, it, it was the blonde guy. It must have been the other blonde guy, and I could, got him confused. Yeah, no, I'm, he, he's oh. in the engine core, burning forever. Fair enough. Wow. But, but he went through the... They went through the repatch. Yeah, but he hmm. was in the engine core oh. when they did, so... Presumably, he's still in the engine core. Or maybe he can just die now. Maybe know? he can just die now. That'd or be fine. He could respawn. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I get that also, actually, you know, there's sort of an almost, uh, basically the end of Wrath of Khan. Someone sacrificing themselves mm-hmm. to, uh, save the rest of the world. Oh, yeah, there, there's a true. lot of little nods here and there in this show. And actually, yeah, strangling him and lifting him up, kind of like when Khan has Chekhov by the handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Valdek character reminded me of Khan a little bit, which mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. his... Brawny, muscular guy. Yeah, and his that little speech of like, I've been a good adversary yeah, for yeah. you. Just end it. <laughs> I like that guy trying to, trying to do it in character. Good for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be a bug thing like Jillian. No. And then like, obviously, you already mentioned the uh, Charlie Evans face, yeah. face yeah. stealing. Oh, yeah. And, and, to- and the toxic masculinity. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was definitely some of that. Well, I mean, it's 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 kind of like... What would happen if the kid that, that got bullied in school was suddenly all-powerful? Yeah. What kind of bullshit would he mm-hmm. call it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's not, it's not fuck everybody because he made that No, it's impossible. a power thing. It's not a sexual yeah. thing. It's a power thing. I mean, he yeah. does still make the women kiss him. Which is yeah. With no yeah. tongue. No was... tongue, true. But it's still, but still a gross. little gross. Very gross. That was, that was the interesting thing where... He should make uh, Walden kiss him. Oh boy! Oh dear! I mean, that's the thing. Like he, it's there. He is. There is some consensual questionability going on there. Oh, it's not question. There's just no consent. Yeah, no. There's no consent. No, they're, but they're, like, they're being forced but like he's doing like some some like 
rapey ass shit. Yeah. Except he's still insisting on keeping a desexualized cast of characters, but is totally. But like, I mean, it's just you know when he when he's very specifically keeps a very violent, violently realistic world. Like, yeah. I'm gonna throw this kid out the airlock, and you and we're gonna go through the whole process of dying in a vacuum. Yep, and make it as as realistic as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he clearly wants to live out some fantasies with the girls. Mm. Just interesting that they that he still like Maybe draws a line. He's romantic but asexual. Maybe. Well, they make it they they write it off as oh, it was on the show the the. The you never saw it. Oh, yeah, you never there were saw no genitals. There was no sex on the show, which right. proves that it's not based on Star Trek because <laughs> original series Star Trek had so much fucking going on. Well, yeah, but you never saw it. You never saw it, but you know it was there. Oh, yeah. All that junk. Mm-hmm. So, so how Grind excited? Them against each other. How you get 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 all that ass, all that ass? And, sorry, that was Jake knows black every eyes, song. Black Eyed Peas. Oh. Will I Am? No, I was listening attentively. Yeah. It's, a, it's the dumbest you, song because it's it's <laughs> my uh, pleasure. <laughs> my hums, my lovely, lovely. Oh, it's part of that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The, the will I am bit is uh, how you get 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 all that ass, all that ass inside those jeans. I see. I, you get jeans that are the right size. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. There you yeah. go, Will. I can speak from experience. Yeah, Jeans skirt. Uh, <laughs> oh. So oh. do you think like the first thing the Russian lady did when all was said and done was go take a dump? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, is that... They're still programs. Do they actually need to take... Yeah, they're programs. Like, whatever they're consuming isn't fucking real. Whenever they have drinks at the bar, Mm. as as Walton is very interested in doing all of the time. Which is fair. Can they get drunk, or do you think he's just acting out this... I don't know. My Sims can get drunk, so maybe. Mm. Actually, I don't think they have drinks. They have... Juice. They have, they have, well, they have drinks that's just never explicitly stated as yeah. alcohol. They can have mixed drinks. Well, they never, like, lose, lose their certainly minds when they're drinking. No. It still tastes like butter. liquor, certainly, because when Cole drinks her vodka, she reacts, mm. uh, like, to the flavor and such, so. Mm. Potency. That, that is, that is a little vague. Mm. Yeah, we never, like, do they eat? We never see them with food. Mm. Yeah, I think, mm. I mean, so the most disturbing part of this. Not the most disturbing part. There's a lot of disturbing yeah, there's so parts much. of this. A, there's a, a, lot. A, a, a Another aspect <laughs> to the disturbingness of what's going on here is the fact that they are up all the time. Yeah. That there's no there's no escape. Well, they always have to be ready in case Daly comes in. Well, they don't need to sleep, so right. they and probably just can't. I would say they probably can't. And you'd think that, like, you know, that they would go into sleep mode or something. And maybe, mm. you know, they would only be on when Daly was there. But no, they're just there all the time, awake. Yeah. If he goes on vacation, they're there by themselves for a week doing nothing. Please, that man, you know he doesn't go anywhere for his vacation. Yeah, he just true. plays the game <laughs> the whole time. If and he has a travel for business, he'll take it with him. Yeah. Mm. You gotta figure nothing on the ship really seems to work when they're... When just push whatever there. button. Yeah, well, like it's oh, not. Like, yeah, yeah. When when he's not there, it's not like they can. Yeah, they can't go. They somewhere. can't navigate. Yeah, so they're left just literally banging their heads on things. As, banging their heads on things. As Walton does. Trying their their moms together. Trying <laughs> trying to make it a hobby. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best. Line. He was very good. Oh. Uh, you know, you never know how you want to feel about Walton. No, because you kind of like. Well, in the real Walton world, he's a, a shit. He is even in even in the virtual world. You he's, know what it is? It's it's in is virtual Walton is not a threat at this point. 
Right. He's got he's got no power. Yeah. So you can laugh at him, you can feel a little bad for him. You can feel even more bad for him when you learn about Tommy, but at no point, like, is he in a But position... he's, still the, he's still the personality of the real Walter. Yeah, he's a, he's a dick. He's yeah. like... Well, like yeah. I pointed out, there's that moment where uh, Cole's talking about the pictures on her Instagram or whatever they call it in the show. Yeah. And in the background, he's kind of smirking, like, I want to see those. So there is still... And he has, the last nine yeah. will do. But he then, hasn't entirely reformed. But when he sees them, his response is, nice bedding. Yeah, I think that was him trying to be, like... Clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know what he was... Yeah. That ass. It's and there. everything else. Why would she have these photos up? She sent them to an ex. Why would she Why keep them on her own cloud? cloud? A lot of people do that. That's so stupid. Really? I don't yeah. understand. I mean, a lot of phones also, yeah, will automatically yeah. sync mm. your photos. Like mine, if I take a photo, it syncs How many nude Google. photos of yourself are on the cloud, Jake? 13. Uh, I mean, I, I, mean, I know you recently got in- Instagram and, and have some really, really lovely photos and videos up there. I do have many. Oh, I, have, I haven't posted on Instagram in a little while. <laughs> oh, oh, well. I'm not going to do it now. No. We're busy. Yeah, a little bit. I think, I think Cole is just a perv. Yeah. Walton? No, oh, Cole. Cole. Oh, Cole. I mean... I don't want to she say likes she's a perv. She's just a participant in the current internet culture of just so a perv. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay, too shy. When you put it like that, there yeah, are... it's interesting. That that felt a little bit far fetched to me. The, the like the, the the how to how to resolve the episode. Well, just that like okay, they're blackmailing her by saying we'll release these naked pictures of you, mm. unless the pictures are like hardcore fisting or something. Is it all that much worse than... What if it is? Well, maybe it is. I don't I'm, know. I mean, I wouldn't want, like, friends and coworkers to get well, naked no, pictures of me. nobody would, but I feel like... Is it... Well, it's, it's also... All she's asked to do is call for a pizza... Break, and, in, break and into steal, her boss's house. And steal some lollipop. coffee lids and a lollipop. It's not like... Which she was we, very confused Yeah, by. it's not like another Black Mirror episode, which well, I'll not spoil, where yeah, it's much, much worse. Oh, yeah, the first one? The very first episode? Well, no. There, that one was pretty bad. There was, no, not that there's one. Another there's another one, one. Where, where people are being blackmailed. Oh. It's a really good episode. It's got... What's his fuck in it? John Hamm? No. Somebody. No, John Hamm was in a different episode. He's in a different episode. But it's I mean, got also... some good actor in it that I like. She's also a coach. Like, she's a programmer. She's in, she's in a tech field, and she's a woman... Like I feel like yeah. that adds another layer of risk for public humiliation. Possibly. Like that would no, that would screw her. That would that would she'd be done. It's also a very like clearly the company is very big and possibly like we don't know much about the actual program. It could be that it's aimed at a wider audience and mm-hmm. you'd be amazed the stupid bullshit that's taken down people that are barely public at companies if they're big enough. Maybe yeah, I don't know. I just I, I can't see someone who wasn't predisposed to breaking and entering going that far with a with a blackmail. Well, well I mean they they viewed some of her photos, so it's like, well she knew she would do it is the other thing. Like that's true. she's true. there in the game and she's like, if I say this to myself, this is what I would do, so this is what she will do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. My main gripe with the episode is in the time it takes for Sim Cole and Daly to go splash in some water, they have called Real Cole. Real Cole has driven to Daly's house, has ordered a pizza, and the pizza has arrived, all in this time frame of what seems like five minutes. 
It's true. And the pizza guy gets there and says, I got here in under 10. You said you'd give me a bonus for mm. getting here in under 10. But that's still longer than it should take for them to splish splash in the pond and buy some time. Yeah, I kind of was thought it was odd. I mean, maybe... Because I, I got the impression that Daly, when he's jacked into the, the system, he does not have any awareness of what's going on around him other than stuff that's like wired into his little yeah so like his like his doorbell is obviously tied to the simulation yeah so it seems like it probably would have been easier for real world cole to break in steal the stuff while he was there Mm. jacked Mm. in Mm, but she wouldn't do that. Like that might be like that might be the line where she, as a person, would be like, "I'm not going in there." Like he's right there. Mm. Plus, but he's they, unresponsive. They also they don't know in the game. They don't they know, know that true. he doesn't necessarily have. I mean, we know as he, audience, have he doesn't have security. Sensors. Yeah, because yeah. like a good Star Trek fan, knowing he doesn't care about security. No. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's his shuttle thing. bay doors are wide open. God damn I mean, it, this Kirk! Guy's probably um. Very, very wealthy man because yeah. he invented this system. Yeah. Uh, He's got all the VHS tapes. Of and, all the VHS and DVDs and, and Blu-rays. Blu-rays. And, like, and all these little toys and probably some original props. Mm. He's probably got whoever actually played the captain's actual wig. Oh, I was going to say his skeleton somewhere. That too. That too. It just seems odd to me that, there would, that he wouldn't have any kind of security or yeah, lo- or even lock his balcony door. Yeah, he just figures he's like low profile enough as a figure. Mm. And, no, I don't think he's that low figure though, right? He's the co-founder of this. Yeah, but huge he's barely noticing in his own company. Yeah, like Cole knows him because she's apparently a wicked coding geek. Yeah, but you could you could always somebody would try to kidnap him for mm. ransom. Yeah, I think. maybe. Is that happens? Who would pay the ransom? Him, the company, himself. his insurance company. Mm. Oh, that's a that is a thing that rich people have. Yeah, money. Well, like, <laughs> like insurance coverage for kidnapping and ransom. Well, yes, that's true. A lot of viewers and critics of the episode have been upset that it paints fans of sci-fi as potential molesters and and people who are just I don't know Captain Daly. Um. Well. Yeah. Maybe they need to take a look at. Nerd Fandom. culture, yeah. Mm. I mean, well, let's be honest. They need to look at the world in general. Mm. I mean, let's be honest here. Men are almost always potential molesters. <laughs> I mean, all men are potentially molesters. But what I mean is... The, the, Speak the, for yourself, <laughs> dude. Well, I mean, to a, to a, to a woman, they, we unfortunately have a society that as such, they have to look at all men as a potential threat. Like, that is just a truth of life, I think. No, yeah, no, I definitely, like, I've just met someone, I'm like, are you, are, what, what is this gonna be? Are you gonna try to murder me? I'll just, uh, I'll just keep you over there for now. But yes, within geek spheres and other spheres that have, you know, been traditionally thought of as male or are male-dominated spaces, and especially where women are starting to say, no, we're in this space as well, and there's been a lot of very strong reaction to that, much of it negative. Like, yeah, they need to, like you said, Liz, take a look at their space and what's happening within it. And the fact that not enough, I think, is yet being done by larger communities to combat that image. Take a look at their space. Oh. I mean, 
you know, yeah, I have been a big fan of sci-fi shit all my life. I've never molested anyone. But in retrospect, I didn't know how to talk to women in high school. <laughs> like, no men did. But one or two things, like, ooh, I may have crossed a line there without meaning to. And, you know, it, I think, unfortunately, a lot of men in that space, rather than getting to know women as friends and paying attention to, say, other women and articles and whatever, just saying, here's how to not be an idiot, they just sort of reinforce themselves and get in their little bubbles. And... Yes, yes. These are, these are prospective genitals. Yeah, like, I mean, it, as someone who is on a fucking Star Trek podcast, so I'm pretty big on the nerdy spectrum, yeah, there are problems like that in that realm. I mean, yes, on the other hand, it is playing off sort of a negative stereotype of the weird, shut-in sci-fi nerd, but on the other hand, they have daily go so far. I think it's clear to understand that, like, no, even he is supposed to be sort of an extreme example. I think, actually, what I found interesting was... I, I fell into a bunch of assumptions at the start of the episode. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so he's that, he's the he's the code monkey trope. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's that, you know, shy guy who's really very nice, but he likes that girl from the office, and mm-hmm. he's just like, and, you know, sometimes he has to vent his frustration. But yeah, yeah. then, then I, they like, reverse the trope on you. You feel, the, the, you feel it really shift with the point of view. Like, yeah. I was noticing it, like, what I was expecting when he was eavesdropping on Cole and... Um, Lowry? Yes. Yes, my fate, the best character. I like her best. And talking about, you know, like, oh, he's a bit of a stare. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to feel bad for him when, no, I'm also the one who's, like, participating in conversations. Like, watch out for that one. He gets a little clingy. Uh... But, um, I'm, okay, so this is one of those situations, like, my brain was on math, but, like, I'm supposed to sympathize with him. I don't, but I'll just accept this, like, this is, this is what we're watching and continue. Mm-hmm. And then it flips it and it suddenly gets darker and you're watching um, Cole wake up in the ship. Yeah. And, like, that whole sequence is, like, a sharp turn where suddenly you're you're not in his perspective anymore. You're from hers. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was, yeah, that, that POV shift is, that's an interesting tool that you don't see played a lot in, mm. in like, this format where you do, where partway through an episode it, dra- it just... It just changes your POV immediately from one character to another. Yeah. But all of, you know, so all of the real world POV, even after that point, is all from Daily. No. Right, yeah, right up until, I guess right up until the burglary. Yeah, at um, that point. Well, that's, and that's the point where there's the most connection between the two worlds. So mm-hmm. that's, it makes sense why things would start to break down a little. Yeah, when Cole first gets those photos. Yeah. Right. And then all of, but all of the POV inside the game, except for the fir- very first scene, the cold open really is all from da- uh, from uh, Cole's POV, which I, don't know, I thought was an interesting play. You mean daily? No, in the game it was Cole. It was her POV. I mean, um, but except for the opening scene. Except okay, for yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Okay, sorry, the, the I two see. opening scenes. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, the yes. opening scene. I understand. And, the, and, the, and the strangling. Uh, oh yeah, Walton. Walton. Scene. I also did I, one thing. I, I really kind of liked that they did, just from a, a, a technical perspective, was how that very first opening oh, scene. Oh yes, they filmed it in four three, and like, <laughs> the ship was made of plastic and yeah, kind of wobbly. They made it look like the sketchy shit. filter. Yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they made it very much... But it's interesting, right? Because that was actually in the game. Which was... Yeah, in retrospect, that's a little weird. Yeah. I think it was... It was an interesting choice. I appreciated it. It's for the it. audience. Yeah, so. artistically, I, I enjoyed it. Well, it doesn't also, make a ton of sense, but I like well, it. Well, so speaking as someone who had not seen this before, and it also not... I hadn't had it... I knew nothing about this episode. Say, so, oh, there's like a Star Trek parody. I didn't know it was a real-world, virtual-world thing. Mm. So from the opening, you're like, oh, okay, they're really... They're doing this, this parody, like, full bore... 
And then suddenly he's coming out of an elevator and yeah, the cinematography is completely different. And you're like, oh, fuck, wait, what? <laughs> Which one is real? And then you, you come to learn. Like my, I think my first reaction seeing him coming out of the elevator was, this is the fake world. And the, obviously the Star Trek world is the real world. See, I had thought maybe he was like, it was going to be one of those stories like, oh, he's writing stories or drawing comic books or something. I wasn't expecting a VR thing, which maybe I should have because it's Black Mirror. <laughs> but um, like but I figured too, that was, much. I figured that was the real world as soon as he was, he was in it. But yeah, so I guess it's easy, that that's kind of why they could get away with that little. Yeah, another thing I, I, I thought they did interestingly was to possibly to even further that point Mm -hmm. for for the audience was in the real world in the outside the game world the color grading was very cool it was very it was like dreary yeah everything was gray and dimly lit it was almost it it was like they they applied the generic russia filter (laughs) like every time a show is in russia it's that yeah so it's but it feels almost it feels exactly it feels less real and then in and it wasn't like they punched up the colors in the game it's it's they were just more it was just but it was more natural it was more real yeah colors in the game and i think they possibly did that to suggest the realness of the the characters in the game yeah yeah because actual people basically i hadn't thought about at the time but like even you know in the office everyone basically is just wearing white gray black very subdued colors you know Mm. the most colorful thing is cole's sweater and even that's sort of a washed out blue Mm. oh the nice sweater Yes. Yeah, she had a yeah. nice sweater. It's a nice sweater. Yeah, but um, even I remember uh, Elena was wearing her reindeer antlers yeah. for the Christmas party, and the reds didn't weren't even all that red. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that the color was there at all, as many you know, the the primary colored uniforms, the red, the really just bright white panels everywhere on the bridge. I yeah. guess you can think of it as you can still think of it in da- in terms of Daly's point of view. The bright yeah. blue skin. The real <laughs> world is just dr- dull, dreary. And yeah, just sure. yeah. He wants to escape. I think the other thing that had me on his side at first, before everything was revealed, was that uh, because he just has those big generic server things in his office, I mean, thought, oh, he's like Richmond from the IT crowd. <laughs> it would also be pretty hot in there, in that office, unless he's got really good ventilation. I'm sure they have good AC in an office like that. Yeah. It's their job. If it's like anything, their, like... Their whole function as a company is to create this video game, so it's going to be really, really hot with computers. If it's anything like my office, there's too much air mm-hmm. conditioning and you're freezing mm. your balls Especially off. Especially the women in, in the little skirts. Yeah. yeah. What if AC, but too much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that dystopian nightmare I live every day. <laughs> yes. That's the correct use of dystopian. <laughs> So the the ending of the episode, mm-hmm. um, you know, so aside from evidently Walton getting fried forever, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some other potentially disturbing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. implications. Char- Charlie Brooker, the series creator, has stated that in, in his world, in his canon, in his brain space, Daly has died of starvation because he put that do not disturb on his door and no one has come to check on him. Mm, yeah, that's what, Good. yeah, that's what I was saying is like, what, what exactly happens to him? And, and it's not that, like, it's just that he cannot. Even though he's got that pizza right there. Yeah. No! And the chocolate milk. milk. Yeah. So uh, much fucking milk, dude. Yeah, you would think there would have to be, because th- that is something that would happen. If the if that technology existed, people would oh, put yeah. it on and never forget turn it to off. come out. And I, I would think that there would have to be some failsafe built in that, like after like how Amazon says, "Are you still watching? Please take a break." Yeah, like after after ten hours of uninterrupted use, it should like turn off. 
Also, the thing's got to have fucking batteries, right? Because it's it's not... It's the, part of his door. Mm. It's probably just wired into the building's... No, no, I'm talking no, about the, the little... Oh, the VR doodly. I thought you meant the door. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about the VR thing. Like, yeah. at some point, you figure that thing's going to run out of juice. Yeah. The thing strapped to his head, unless it's, like, wirelessly powered. Well, it's also the near future, so batteries are really good. Mm, that's true. And all... I, I mean, I, I don't know how long you have to... It not, has a solar panel. How long you have to not eat to starve to death, but it can last just that long. That's that's, hmm. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like they they might just on you the know. Sims, it takes four fucking ever. <laughs> they might just keep you con like make sure like build into their system like your your sessions and game time will be limited by like how how conscious you are of, of your hunger. Like, you might get to a point where, like, you're starting to be vaguely aware that your body is hungry, and so, like, all right, I guess I'll sign out. Mm. I mean, finish also... a chunk of milk that is probably rotted by now. Does it also prevent you from pissing and shitting yourself? No. He's got a catheter. Uh, yeah. And a bucket. Mm. Oh, my. I mean, I, I was kind of under the impression that, you know, his brain had probably been at least a little scrambled and or fried by being in the game when it deleted. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, he's definitely on the... On in the cockpit of that little shuttle, screaming for yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, eternity. Yeah, but that that is the thing. Like our our Callister crew now, it's like, oh yay, they're going to have adventures as computer ghosts until they turn the servers off. Well, it's not just that. It's like there's another upgrade. As soon as as soon, Aaron Paul comes yeah. back. Well, that's the thing. Like Aaron. So <laughs> if any ever, anyone who's ever played an online multiplayer game knows that toxicity is a thing and. Yeah. There's a lot of assholes in these games. So now, and like, imagine living for eternity on a really abusive Overwatch server. Mm. And and like, you're forced to always play Hanzo, and everyone's always mad at you. I am such a bad shot. I'd be a terrible eternal Hanzo. Exactly. I mean, it could get better. No. You know, they, they can't acquire in-game currency because they don't have a credit card. Mm. Well, maybe they do. That poor, poor real world Cole, like computer Cole, just keeps using her information. <laughs> her. I do okay. So I feel like the 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 whole like climax is all about like the firewall or the the resolutions that the firewall deleted the custom content or something. That's what they were saying. The skin yeah. he'd created. Yeah, yeah. yeah like quite... that doesn't sound. That's not properly teching the tech there. Like, I don't think so. I would think it would be like you could say like the update deleted it. Like that happened. That sort of thing happens. Like that was supposed to be part of it, right? Yeah, but they were. But they kept saying the firewall. Firewalls don't do that. Yeah, but there's. Yeah, this is definitely an episode where the actual science takes a backseat to. Sure, I think that was just the one thing. Like everything else, I'm like, all right, hand wave everything. That's fine. But yeah. like, why, why that is admittedly one thing that maybe should have changed at the end was the ship. Mm. Yeah, it still looked the same. Oh, like, the outside, inside, they changed the bridge. Did they? Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. It was silvery and pretty. Yeah, they, oh, okay. there was lens flare. But the basic, it was they. they took, was the basic layout the same? Yeah, the layout was the same. Okay. It was basically they took they did like a an uh, Abrams verse treatment okay. yeah. to it. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, you'd think the actual ship design being, you know... Who knows, though? Maybe they actually had a deal with the company and that ship actually does exist in the game. Well, maybe you can load custom ships. Mm, maybe that's the one thing they won't delete. Yeah. yeah, I agree that the idea of the firewall, because a firewall is a specific thing. thing like yeah. It's not like a generic term for bad thing. Yeah, I guess I had missed, Wall like, I knew they mentioned it, but I didn't pay a lot of attention. I thought it was just the update doing it. 
Yeah. No, well, that's and that would be the assumption. Well, yeah. What they said, said that. was that oh, well, there's a wormhole hmm. that was created. The update vortex was, that the computer referred to. Yeah, the vortex. It was created by the update mm-hmm. to the game for some reason. We don't know why. So it it's would, how it, it's how which it presented means, itself. Which means yeah. that even though supposedly this was Daly's special server, it was still connected to the rest of the servers. Well, I thought the idea was they had. It had never fully disconnected after Cole contacted real-world Cole. Like, maybe he'd missed that and not fully shut it off. I thought that was the idea. That was the impression I was mm. under. Was that he hadn't fully closed them off from the internet. Well, I mean, what, like, if it was his private server, why was it receiving the update at all? Why would he... Yeah. Well, that's like, because his server's probably connected to the internet for other things. Yeah. Just that program was cut off. Sure. But they opened a channel that he didn't then shut down when... During the initial contact with real world Cole, hmm. that was what I had assumed anyway. I will say that that, that climax again was very like very Star Trek. You know, how many episodes are we're in a weird bubble of space sure. and we need to get to this collapsing? Thing. That was also just great the way they did that. Fly into the brown eye. <laughs> get get to the collapse because that well we've had at least one so far in the show because there was uh, no two. Nagilum's hole. Yeah, Nagilum. And in TAS, when the Enterprise and the Klingons were in that weird bubble mm. with the um, Bone Adventure and all those other ships, yeah. well, there were, and there were in the, um, I mean, Times Squared was also kind of a fly into the brown eye situation. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's there's been a ton already, and there's going to be even more. Yeah, like I they mean, love that we've got to fly through this collapsing wormhole or the space only bubble. way to escape. Fuck, there's a bunch of Doctor Who's that do that even, but we're it's talking a, Star Trek here. It's a common theme in science fiction. It is. So that was again. Flying through two small holes. Yeah. Daz, I have one more question. Yes. How does the chase happen at all if Daly's a god in this universe? I was kind of wondering that. Like, couldn't he just make his little shuttle go faster? Like, he hit the shuttle, like, the space, the, the, the limit that, uh, it was as going as fast as it could go, and the computer informed him so, and he was just like, ah, fuck, all right, just go. Well, the fact that he can't just, like, click his fingers and appear on the bridge. Well, yeah, I mean, also, oh, when he, when he connects no into the game, he's always, he always appears directly on the ship. Hmm. So even if maybe there's some weird rule in the oh, game yeah. where you can't just... But he hadn't Maybe. logged off. He had paused. All right, but what? But maybe he. But why couldn't he just disconnect, reconnect? That's a good question. And be immediately on the ship. Well, and really, Resets every him. other time he's fully disconnected, that's broken the ship or that's turned true. it off. Yeah, he could have just left the game. I think. I think in that case, it became more about he wasn't thinking straight. He was thinking only in yeah, in yeah. anger. That's yeah, the best explanation. Yeah, no, that's true. I think at that point he's just really. Fuck their shit up at that point. Like they, he, like, this is where he turns into Khan and will, is yeah. only there for the revenge and not mm. there for the thinking straight and doing the things. Thinking two dimensionally. What who was it? Wacom. Wacom. Trying to tell him yeah. don't Yoke him. don't Yoke him. fuck yeah. everything up. Yeah, that's probably the best because ex- I was kind of wondering that too. But it yeah. seems like that's like the best explanation is he's just yeah he's snapped this this level of people. With my last breath, I spit at thee. Yeah, which, I mean, I, I, I've i seen less extreme examples mm. in real life, but I've seen that where, like, someone just is so not thinking straight that, like, they do not make rational decisions. So he could have forgotten very easily his crazy godlike powers. Mm. Yeah. So the shuttle was on the planet. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah, it was like yeah, an abandoned the, the shuttle. shuttle. So was it... So my so was that actually something that the 
other crew members actually created? Like, did they somehow put that there? Either they put it there, or they found it and realized, this is a thing we should use to lure him. And what? who actually sent the distress call? What distress call? Because the distress call. Oh. Isn't that why, that's why they went down there, was because the shuttle was sending a distress call. So was there, That's a good question. Was there somebody yeah. down there? I kind of figured Cole might have created a lot of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or lied and said, they're sending a distress call. Well, there's definitely something on her screen. Yeah, but she could have booped any button for something on her screen. True. But I mean, if they had like, yeah, the but, right name. Yeah, but I figured the Usually boop any booping, button. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, just going to do whatever was programmed into the, 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 the mission. Script, the script yeah. that day? Yeah. The boops are what Daly wants to happen. Yeah. Daly's boops. Which is weird, boops. right? Because, so, the, they, make, they make it a point of being, yeah, every button does the same thing, and it just, you know, it advances the storyline. Will line. Wheaton would be livid in mm. this in this logic. Everybody but does somehow that. they managed to also install for no reason in particular a fully functional QWERTY keyboard that they could use to interface with the game. That's true. Because like ah. the mashers, it was in the show, Jake. I guess. I just like that's a little convenient to me. Like that seems like a huge flaw in the design. Why why would Why the Mashers? Well, why a glass goddamn floor in your warp core? Mm-hmm. Because those were not specifically designed to imprison people, whereas this ship was. Well, not originally. Well, that's I think true. it was designed to, yeah, it's not designed to imprison them. Yeah. It's designed yeah, to I'm be sure, like but, the ship but in the show. I'm saying that's an oversight on Daly's part. Oh, yes, no, yes. Well, why yes. would he, he leave taken a that fully out. functional yeah. QWERTY keyboard there? Because if he took it away, it would be inaccurate to the original mm. model of the ship. And that might drive him insane. Diagram. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But it didn't have to be functional. It no, that's been true. there that's for true. aesthetic reasons. Yeah, no, that is very true. It's absolutely true. I uh, although I can't help but think that despite how creepy this episode is, I so want that game to exist. <laughs> the the, mm. the virtual reality. We still have to play Bridge Crew. I have played Bridge Crew. I, I have too. It's um, it looks stressful. It, you have to talk to people. Uh, you can't. There's no like single player. Version. There is. There is, but you have to hop from station to station. Yeah, it's kind of pain in the ass. It's probably. It's way better, I'm sure, if you get people you know. Also, the last time I was playing, like I just kept having. I kept getting into a lobby, but then when I actually tried to jump into the game, it kept kicking me. So I was like, fucking hell. Oh, that sucks. It was neat the few times I tried it. There is a non-VR version of of that sort of simulator that I've tried to get people to play with me. Well, actually, we also, you Let's don't do need VR for Bridge Crew anymore now, either. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, then wow. we can probably actually find four people to play it at that point. Yeah. What platform is it on? PS4 and PC and maybe Xbox, but I'm not positive. Oh, yeah. neat. Well, actually, no. It's probably not on Xbox because they didn't have VR, but it might be now that it doesn't need it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I liked Aaron Paul's cameo, yeah. which was pretty sweet. Which is good. I, like. was it? He so, was Gamer sixty nine one. Of course he was. I didn't realize it was him either. Yeah, apparently in in, in the original story, it was supposed to be a kid, but Charlie <laughs> Berker says, "I want something more with a Jesse Pinkman vibe." How about Jesse Pinkman? <laughs> How about hey, this guy you have on your payroll for a different show, mm. King of Space? Yes, yeah, King of it's Space, you know, because he and 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 uh, Jesse Plemons, right? That's Jimmy Plemons. What am I? Jesse Plemons. Yeah, okay. Because now I have Jesse Pinkman on my brain. So I'm like, Jesse... Uh, no, it's not Jesse. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Jesse Plemons, they they starred together on Breaking Bad. Like, man, Jesse Plemons is uh, an interesting actor in that he has a type. Mm-hmm. And that type is, like, mild-mannered guy who Capable does... Capable of anything. Who does really <laughs> fucked up shit. 
See, this is the only it's specifically thing I've seen mur- it. specifically murders children. Wow. Where yeah. else did he murder children? Well, he murdered Jimmy Simpson. Oh, okay. Kid. I know because in Fargo there was a murder that he was involved with. It wasn't a child. No, interesting. Murder a child. Well, oh, no. really, he would be a great uh, for anyone that is familiar with this. He'd be a great Michael in Pillow Man. Yeah. Oh, I would see that. Yeah. Yeah. He got um, his when he when he was on um, Breaking Bad. The internet's nickname for him was Meth Damon. That's cute. I was reading comparisons for this story with a Harlan Ellison short show. I want to start that once more so sure. I can use my mouth. Uh, I was reading comparisons. That's, that's, that's not the Harlan Ellison story I know. <laughs> <coughs> Thank you, Liz. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> Take three. You're doing a great job being Caitlin. Though. You can use all this. Feel free. Touch dicks. So stylish. Now, I was reading, comparing this story to Harlan Ellison's I Have No Mouth But I Must Scream. Oh, what is that story then? Is, is anyone familiar? Yeah, I was actually kind of wondering if this was, I, I was, I was thinking of that a bit. Yeah, during. yeah. I hadn't read it before, so when okay. I read it, read like comparisons to this story online, I was like, I should finally read that because I think a friend of ours likes it. It's a great title. Harlan Ellison yeah. is a fucking madman because yes. he can create something beautiful like Sitting on the Edge of Forever or he can create the most terrifying fucking story in I Have No Mouth but I must scream. No, it is fucked up. It's so fucked up. So I well, I loved it, but it's so fucked up. Did you know there's a video game of it? Is no. It like it's old. Like Ooh. like it's like 90s PC quality. Mm. And isn't isn't Bowie a voice in it or something? Or am I making that up? Uh, you're, are you thinking of Omega? Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, you're right, right. Um, Omicron, Omicron. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I Before, feel like someone of note was a voice in it. Keep going uh, and look it up. Yes, for the for the benefit of folk that haven't read this story, it's it takes place in a world after computers have taken over society and killed all the humans except these five, I believe, five people, that it just torments forever because it hated that humans created computers and made them do its bidding or some shit like that. So it has these five humans, four men and a woman that they have to constantly be banging, which is really upsetting. Oh. Um, the four guys have been tormented in various ways. Like the one who was supposed to be the really, really smart, pretty one, he basically turned into a sentient monkey who's all, who has mental problems. The others have had various problems. And, you know, it's it's about them walking through life like, ugh, what is the computer? I forget the name of the computer now, but it had a name. Yes. I don't remember. I'm, I'm on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> them just dealing with all the, all the shit that A.M. throws at them until finally, and I'm spoiling it, and I'm sorry, finally the characters start killing each other until only the narrator is left and, and feeling like, good, I've killed the others. They're safe now. They don't have to deal with all this shit from the computer anymore. And, and the, whatever the computer throws at me, at least I know I've saved them. And the after all this time of not eating ever, and it can't die, and walking through the storms forever, he's basically a form that doesn't even look like a human anymore. It doesn't have arms. It just kind of goes. It has, and it has no mouth. Though he must scream. Oh, that's the title of the play. It's, it's a short title story. Drop. Also, uh, that's where it was. Ellison was the voice of the computer in the computer game. Uh-huh. Which, if you want to try it nowadays, can in fact be purchased for both iOS and Android. Perfect. Android. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say about that? Actually, like you're describing it, brings up another parallel in, or another maybe a deliberate shout out in the episode. 
Two. This like what in another series might be like how can we how can we escape? Mm-hmm. You know, will it kill us? I don't know, but we have to try. Here it's like, will it kill us? God, I hope so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved that line. I loved when Elena was like, oh, I hope we die. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was um, kind of went again with Ellison, because I forgot, like, even though I was thinking of... He's a I, twisted fuck. Yeah. yeah. Even though I was thinking of I have no mouth and I must scream, but I must scream rather, I forgot he'd written that. So I, meanwhile, was thinking of his original script for Sitting on the Edge of Forever, and mm-hmm. was wondering if Daly would end up in some sort of horrible death loop. Supernova dying forever in a... In a yeah, in yeah, like the end of the episode. wouldn't let Ellison use then. Going but, through one of those uh, rock formations on the on the desert, like the planet California that they go to in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> they had that same rock formation, just copy-paste it all over the landscape. That was one thing. There wasn't a Kirk's rock in the desert that I spotted. Mm. Although I wasn't looking too hard for one, but I... I, I, I didn't see one. If they did put one in, it was very subtle. Yeah, the planet actually looked too good. <laughs> well, that's because it was in a video game that that's had a higher true. budget yes. and better graphics. But yeah, but it, that was interesting. It did look though a lot like it's like yeah, this is a TOS planet with money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Which which was nice. You know, like I said, generic desert. You know, planet California. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, even even Walton like compliments daily on his coding when he's, he's yeah. when was watching my son die. Damn. Looked real. Yeah, it was. It was very real. That was a good scene. Mm. Mm. That was a good monologue. Yeah. yeah, no, he did that really well. It's kind of the one moment where you're like, okay, there is some humanity to Walton. Yeah, exactly. there is humanity to Walton. You can't. You, that, it's just not the best example of humanity. Yeah, no. Well, I guess no. like, there, there's some decency to Walton, I should say, then, because mm. Walton's the only one where, like, through a lot of the episode, I was like, most of these people don't deserve Walton. Kind of. But the rest... I wonder what Walton was like before they had all the money, though. Yeah, they, they presumably they knew were, each other. They were buddies of some nature, and, and Walton was just the one who had the CEO quality. He was the Venkman to his Spengler. Mm. Yeah, like, really, you give you give him too much power and money, he's going to be a fucking asshole with, with a guitar in his office. Oh, what if money God. but too much? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was kind of wondering that, like their backstory. Something uh, we, I think we even pointed this out while we were watching that they did again. I think probably to show to have a sort of dichotomous thing about Daly was have how in the office he always ordered skim milk. Yeah, in, yeah. His, in his latte. Yet at home he just drank cartons of chocolate milk. Yeah. Which is not skim milk. No, he didn't drink cartons of them. He would take a sip yeah, and then go into the, the game. But uh, he apparently likes his milk. Milk and pizza. That man consumes a lot of dairy. Yeah, that's true. He's got to give himself lactose intolerance. Mm. Is this like a hint at like stunted childhood? Oh, maybe. Could be. Because yeah. he's drinking like out of a carton like you would get in... Uh, kindergarten. You know, yeah. yeah, like right Well, my elementary school had them too. But yeah, that it's that yeah. same kind. He's not putting it in a glass. You know, he's yeah, putting he's, he's putting a straw in, which I'll give him that. He's, he's not, you know, just opening the little side like we had to at lunch. He's definitely kind of you didn't infantilized. Get a straw? Huh? You didn't get a straw? I never got no, a straw. No, they just gave us the carton. Yeah, oh, even and, and if you tore it wrong and fucked it up, you were stuck with, you know, mm-hmm. trying to open the back of it and yep. drink it from the rough side. Yep, and then ultimately just... it's all gone wrong. You're, you're drinking from a, from a fucking square. Cardboard cup? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I mean, when you're a kid, you don't realize it's kind of cool. It's like a sake cup, because those are often... Square. Oh yeah, yeah, but they're not cardboard. No, that's true too. Uh, I suddenly wood. feel so privileged. Like I, 
I mean, like it was, you know, you you open up, you you fuck up opening it up, but then you just use a straw to. It's an emergency induction port. We mm. never had straws. Yeah, there was, I don't rec- I don't recall straws okay, being a thing. I thought Connecticut had money. Why didn't you have straws? I went to parochial school. Oh yeah, straws are of the devil. Yeah, mm, that's true. Because it's a sucking thing. Yeah, it? you know what? <laughs> my school system using was, straws leads yeah. to other forms. My of school sucking. system was just broke. What was your school's excuse? Uh, I don't think it I builds never, character. It never even occurred to me that straws would be required. For no, that. me neither. Actually, because but now that I'm thinking it's about it, built in it's cleaner. Yeah. It's less chance of spillage. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Also, I don't know. Maybe in Jersey they just teach you to stab early. Yeah. Well, they also they also don't <laughs> let you pump your own gas there. I think your state's a little well, too. Well, no, because like what if state all that Jersey. Aquanet in your hair and all that synthetic fabric in your <laughs> jumpsuit, you might set something on fire. A lot of flammable uh, things. Uh, this has been Straw Corner. Uh, <laughs> but yes, no, I think, yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but that's clever, the idea of the sort of the, the big cartons of milk yeah. representing some kind of arrested development. Well, yeah, and just the mm. fact that he was, that he was like, I think they were trying to say a lot about his character, not just with the milk, but with... He has know, to order, tr- yeah, yeah, he doesn't make his own food, he orders pizza. Yeah, and he's got yeah. lots of toys and Very things isolated, like that, yeah. you know, they're... And, and he has, could, he's, he's reliving his childhood. That could be another reason why some people were upset by the characterization, just mm. because it is kind of like infantilizing that, you know, someone that's collecting toys. We say in front of our row well, that's of what I'm Star Trek like, toys. I mean, like, oh, somebody, one's got a pink teddy bear on it. Like, someone could come in here and see all these the toys captain. and be like, oh boy... <laughs> These creeps. Oh man, I mean, I, I, I kind of wonder what the what the janitorial staff at work thinks of me. I've got a fucking row of starships on my desk now. <laughs> anyway, yes, but toys aside, yeah, you know, I mean, certainly I, I can't, you know, if I had Batman's money, I'd have a huge apartment, way more collectibles, and probably not cook as much, if at all. So I, I can, I can, I can see that. But again, that thing is like, at first he seems like he's just living the nerd dream. It then gets dark. Yeah. yeah it but does. it keeps swerving into, like, humor. Like, yeah. It is very funny, and it's one of those things where you're like, this is oh, yeah. when, joke, when, when but... We, when we meet Jillian, and she's just, you oh, know... Yeah. Oh, she just relaxed. She's like, just like, oh, okay, we're, we're on a break now, and I can stop being a terrifying bug monster scratch and myself be a lovely, with a cuddly bug monster. Yeah, she's she's gotten used to being a bug monster. Then there's that dialogue in the background. Walton's like, how you doing, Jillian? You look great. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But then also, like, the body hormones, like, no, we have no genitalia. This mm. is all horrible. This is, mm. you know, our bodies have been mutilated sort of thing. And then a moment later is like, what was it? I have it written down. Stealing my pussy is a red fucking line. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like, mm. that was her, like, this is it. Everything else up until this point, no, this is the problem. Mm. Which, I mean, which is fair. But, like, the delivery. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. expecting it. No. Nice. No, that was great. And also, maybe that thing, like I said, also before she did that, there was, you know, sometimes we would rub them together to try to get <laughs> yeah. something going. Mm. Out of sheer boredom. <laughs> yeah. I do, like... Perineum. I do love the idea of... Like, I, I almost want to see something that's not sort of s- this kind of thing, a more, a less horrifying version, but just, like, computer programs chilling out when they're not being used, which you could say was kind of the premise of Reboot, I guess? Yes, that's exactly the premise. But for adults. Mm. You know, I, I want Reboot for grown-ups, where they're just like... Have you seen Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck-It Ralph mm. is fun. I, yeah. Tron. I, yeah, I yeah, Tron is love Tron. Way. I wasn't keen on Wreck-It Ralph, couldn't make it through. Huh. Yeah, it just it uh, didn't it didn't click with me. <laughs> <laughs> a little different, but yeah. 
I know I haven't, I haven't looked into it, but I know when the episode was first out and popular, and I was avoiding again like information, there there was talk of a spinoff. I presume it would be set in the because yeah, I didn't read about it because I didn't want to spoil the episode. But I presume it wouldn't be set in the world of Space Fleet, but in the world of the game following of the now free the, the world of what what's called Infinity. Yeah. Yeah, and that that could be interesting. I don't. Know if I, they didn't, I didn't want. hear this this rumor. I don't know if this was a rumor or like wild speculation or fan hope. Because uh, again, at the time, I didn't really look into it. Because like, I'm gonna watch this episode eventually. I don't want to ruin anything for myself. I, I will say it's something I would be really intrigued to watch. If it, the you know the hard part would be writing it well. Mm-hmm. You know, because you want to sort of do like like you said, Jake. You know, living in an online game. You know, what's that like? Will there be people in the real world who eventually work out that? There's a bit of possibly sentient code running around. Do they ever try to contact their real-world selves? Like, do they ever run into their real-world selves? Yeah, do any of them play it? We I'm don't sure know they that. play it. They, they, pro- they program yeah, I mean, it. You, Cole was very excited the, about it. The first thing we see when we get into the office and we walk down mm-hmm. a hallway is we walk by a room with a whole bunch of people in the lounge true. chairs plugged yeah. in. I, assume, so I guess I assume ass- they were beta testers. Yeah, I, I, assume, testers. I assume they were QA. Uh, you get the sense, though, certainly, like, I don't think Walton does. Walton, no, I feel like, is not a gamer. He was just friends mm-hmm. with Daly and wrote he didn't, his coattails. He didn't even get the reference to the, yeah. to the Callister. Like, yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. name it that, whatever. But he also didn't even, like, that was something I noticed. Like, he, he was upset when he found out about the update delay, but he found out through an article. It looked yeah, like. he's not paying a lot of attention to his own company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just playing that guitar. Yeah. Well, I, I bet badly. I bet he only got it to think it, he'd look cool. Because it looks cool. And yeah. I like, I'm willing to bet he's had it for, like, a week when we see him fingering at his <laughs> office. But, yeah, like, on the one hand, like, if that's the premise, like, it sounds really kind of fascinating. On the other hand, it feels like maybe it's better left imagined. I don't know. Yeah. Good cast. Love the ship. God, I love the ship. And it could be good, but it could also get old really quick. Like, they could, they could blow their online gaming jokes way too quickly. It's be like, well, this is, this is the show now. We've made all the jokes. Fuck, we're two episodes in. Mm. King of Space. Yeah, every episode. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember when uh, when I was reading that uh, when they approached Aaron Paul about being the King of, the space. King of space, he was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it as long as this doesn't count as the time I'm on Black Mirror and you guys bring me on for something else. Because <laughs> I really want to be on Black Mirror. That is fair. Yeah, but Black Mirror in general, I, I think, is a, is a very... It's solid. It, it's a very interesting show. I feel like it has in the last season or so has become far too dependent on virtual reality plots. Well, that's the new hotness I love, right now. No, I love virtual reality I mean, I think they're plots. fine. It's just, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they had more creativity when they focused less on, less on virtual reality and more on I don't know the thing is, I, I think plots. I like all the virtual reality stories. I'm not going to go into, into them. Not yeah, no, it's true. I mean, some, people, some of them are the, the best stories. They're definitely, and I think that's the thing. I think that the, haunted house one is really, really fucking trippy. They had the they had one in the previous season before this season that was very very well received that was a virtual reality story and I think then the following year they're like yep we're just, just gonna do virtual reality we'll have one with a robot dog but other than that virtual reality oh I loved robot dog I was on the side of robot dog no poor Ibo <laughs> yes it was Ibo the Ibo are slowly dying. And people are, like, really, like, I saw a documentary They have been for thing. decades in some cases. Like, yeah, people are very attached to their IBOs and are, yeah. and there's, like, a cottage industry of people, like, Ibo trying, well, no, just, like, people trying to, like, repair them, Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, yeah, and like cannibalizing parts off of old ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's get it's gotta be like Wally, where eventually there's just a single sentient Ibo made from parts of all of its predecessors. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's got weird and kind of sad. A little bit. Ah. On that sad robot dog note, <laughs> this has been. Did you have any other notes, Liz? Um, perineum. <laughs> Got it in there. Where, why, why perineum? It's actually the second time I mentioned it so far, but no one knows. Oh, that's oh. no, fine. It's just a why, secret why perineum. We, I mean, brown eye perineum. <laughs> when did perineum come up? Perineum. I, I don't know um, it's when cool woman. Uh, Maori. That, yeah, yeah, the cool one. She like used it as an insult. That's right. That's it was right. great. It was pretty great. Um, that like that's that's really the, the only thoughts I have uh, coming out of that and tiny eyes Matt Damon. That's what he looks like. <laughs> he looks like a tiny eyes Matt Damon. Matt Damon. On that, so thanks, guys. Now it's it's less sad. Yes, on that much less sad note, this (laughs) has been ten forward number seven, Black Mirror, USS Callister. Yay! Thank you, Liz, for joining us and being our thanks for being our number four when when reality has fucked up scheduling. Uh, Next vomiting. Yes. Also fucked up vomiting. Yes, yes, it was my fault, everyone. (laughs) I was ill, and we had no room in our schedule to lose a day, and we did. So next week, uh, we will actually be covering the previously promised Manhunt and the Emissary. So uh, please join us then for that. As always, you can find us on Facebook as a star to steer her by. We are on Twitter and Tumblr as SSHB Podcast. And please download us and rate us on your favorite podcasting application. Five stars. Yes. For a star to steer her by, this has been Chris. This has been Ames. Oh, this is Liz. Thank you, Liz. This is SoundClown. Oh, God, he got it in anyway. (laughs) 